551, wrapping up the show on this uh, Monday afternoon. Patrick Fingston for Jim Leach. Pleased to be welcomed now by State Representative Tim Butler, Republican from Springfield. Just uh, won his uh, nomination for State House uh, in dominant fashion a couple of weeks ago. Representative, welcome. Uh, sorry we're a little late. Uh, I, I got yelling a little bit before the news. My, <laughs> no, my no problem at all, Patrick. Happy to be on and happy to be on with you. This is kind of fun. Yeah. As as you would well know, having actually had an office like down the hall from mine 10 years ago <laughs> when we worked together exactly. on running Davis's campaign. So, um, Representative, I want to start. I've been talking a lot today about the direction of the GOP, and we'll get there. But there, there seems to be a, a building push among uh, Democrats in the legislature for some sort of gun action. Um, I, I think the 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 high hope would be for an assault weapon ban. Um, what's what's your take on that? And and, and what do you believe uh, Republicans should do in terms of this debate? Yeah, I think you know the first thing is I mean all of us look at what happened in places like Highland Park and and obviously you know no one no one ever wants that to happen. I mean this is certainly. I think that's one thing we all agree on. It's, it's a horrible tragedy. It's a horrible tragedy what we see happen on the streets of Chicago and throughout our, our state on a, on a daily and weekly basis with gun crimes. I think, you know, obviously there's a, there's a large divide between those of us who have been strong supporters of the Second Amendment and those who would like to basically outlaw all guns. But I, I, I don't think that should stop us from having conversations. I'm somebody who's who you know has an A plus rating from the NRA? Uh, I you know I'm a gun owner myself. Uh, I believe in the Second Amendment, but I also think you got to have conversations when you see this stuff happen to see how we how we can move forward. Illinois, as we know, has has some of the most restrictive gun um, laws in the country, including you know the fact that you know people under 21 can't buy long guns. Um, you, you've got all sorts of things. We've passed the red flag laws, all this stuff on the books, and we still see stuff like this happen. So, you know, getting to the root cause of this, getting to the reason why, you know, we have so many tragedies like this is really, I think, what we need to get to. And it's, it's, not, just, it's not just about the guns. You know, there was high-powered uh, guns in our communities for decades and decades and decades before this, before all this stuff started happening, and we didn't see this. There's a lot of underlying root causes to this that I think we need to take a look at. You know, it's I, I talk a lot about keeping hand, keeping guns out of the hands of people that shouldn't have them, and and clearly the the perpetrator in Highland Park is somebody that shouldn't have had a gun, and and there were a lot of warning signs there. You can't legislate away hate, which I've, I've I've said before. You can't legislate away bad people, but but there were indicators here that there were issues with the threats to his family, with the threats to himself, with the presence and the things that he had said in public and on social media and on YouTube. How do you how do you take those those signs and and create a system that that still weeds out people that shouldn't be among the, the law abiding citizens that we talk about. Well, look, I mean, let, let's look at Highland park and let's, let's look at the, the waffle house shooter, which, which uh, a kid that was, that had grown up in Tremont, Illinois, in my district. Um, it seems to me that the fathers of both of these individuals made bad decisions 
on allowing firearms in the hands of their sons. That's exactly what happened. And I think this is, you know, to what I said earlier. I mean, this is, this is, this is such an issue for, you know, you know, I know a lot of us talk about this all the time, but some societal breakdown issues here. The fact that the, you know, this kid from, from Highland Park, you know, obviously was on some really crazy places on the internet, you know, creating a completely different life for himself, basically, it sounds like. I mean, there's a lot of forces at work here that, that weren't here um, a decade, two, three, four decades ago that come into play. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously going to take, you know, we're legislators. We can look at legislation about these things, but it's going to take family members and people around them to make sure that these people um, are safe or don't have the, you know, the guns like this to, to commit things like this. And, and that's, you can't legislate that. You can't legislate the fact that, you know, the father put in for the, the Foyt card for this kid. You can't legislate the fact that the father for the Tremont kid gave the kid back his guns after the guns were confiscated. That's, that's something that, you know, legislation won't help because stuff, I mean, that stuff was, you know, already on the books basically. Representative Tim Butler joins us on WMAY for just another minute. Uh, Representative, I've been talking about this a lot today and, and, um, like I said, yelled at somebody a little bit before the news and, and it's, um, it's, it's where the Republican party goes from here. You know, the, uh, the cult of Trumpism and, and now you have a, a guy in Darren Bailey who, who is, is preaching that's preaching from that same hymnal, um, and doesn't look like a guy that, that can win. And it seems like there's a, a, a disconnect between Republican voters and, you know, actually electing people who can win and then govern. Um, how, how do you from the inside and, and somebody who, who I would say falls more along the line of that, that moderate, maybe more forward thinking conservative and not the, the old school or even Trump is type type of person. How do you, how do you move your party forward? Yeah, I think, I think you can be conservative. Like I believe I am when you look at my voting record, when you look at the endorsements that I receive, um, you know, again, I have an A plus rating from the NRA. I've endorsed from, from right to life. All, all the major organizations that, that look at conservative values have, have supported me, but I'm also somebody that knows to get things done. You have to work together and you have to work in the reality that you live in. Um, the path forward for the Republican party in the state of Illinois to go back to relevance runs through the suburbs of Chicago. It does. It's as easy as that. And if we're not making gains in the suburbs of Chicago, then we're going to be, you know, a party in the minority for a long time. And I hope Senator Bailey understands that. Um, he's at the top of the ticket now. He's responsible for bringing the party together. And if we're going to be successful, you can't be alienating half the Republican Party and expect to win the election in November, which he seems to be doing a little bit right now. And so I think I think Senator Bailey needs to do his best to bring people together to try to go forward with the Republican Party, and hopefully we can be successful in November. I'm almost out of time, so one word answer, yes or no, can Darren Bailey beat J.B. Pritzker? Yes, absolutely. We'll delve into why next time. Uh, Representative <laughs> Tim Butler, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it. Thanks, Patrick. Take care.